Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, Joe, um, there's this new company called Athletic Greens. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, are, what, what are they promoting? Oh, they're, they're amazing. They're amazing. I just tried it for the first time and... It's just, uh, there's these, it's a drink and it's this thing, it's powder that you get and you put it in a shaker and you shake it up and you just down it and it gives you all of your essential vitamins and minerals that you need for the day, 75 of them, in fact. And uh, boom, you feel amazing. It's it's as if you started your day on the right foot, no matter what uh, foot. I've- I've read about this. So it's it's like what I read was it's a special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. I mean, those are all things that I worry about at least six times a day for each category. Yeah. Nervous system, yes. My immune system, for sure. Energy, always low. Recovery, sketchy. Focus, mm. where am I? Aging, it Holy hurts my crap. focus. No, I know. <laughs> no, I know. Well, so you drink the greens and then you feel like you're actually contributing to your future. You're it feels like you're adding on to your life in a sense, you know. So I'm taking care of my children, my now almost four year old twins, by taking AG one. Yes. That's right. No, there's uh, there's 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 less than a gram of sugar in this. Obviously no GMOs. There's no chemicals or artificial anything. It still tastes amazing. Sleep, by the way, sleep quality is, it, it, it improves your sleep, sleep quality without a doubt. Mental clarity, alertness. I mean, it's, it's almost like this, this wonder shake. So if you do the math, it costs you less than $3 a day for this investment in your health. And it's cheaper than, you know, going to, one of those fancy schmancy coffee places and having a cold brew. $3 a day less than, and to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash daddyissues, athleticgreens.com slash daddyissues. This is the show. This is the time that we're telling you about this, that you're finally going to go to athleticgreens.com slash daddyissues and reclaim Great health. Boom. Cavalry Audio. Uh, hi. First of all, I see we're in the shoe. Yeah, we're in the shoe cabinet room. of your house. Yeah, this is just one, and I got this. Yeah. Wow. And then I've got more, and elsewhere. Does that seem a little? Gluttonous. You're kind of a shoe guy now. I mean, you're always buying pairs of shoes. Yeah, I'm. I'm a sucker for the goat app. The minute something quote unquote drops, <laughs> there I go. I'm like, oh, four hundred here, three hundred there. Are you? Uh, do you have your eye on any drops? There's a lot of uh, 
A lot of Yeezys I want to get my hands on. <laughs> <laughs> How's TikTok going for you there, Captain? My TikTok? Yeah, I, I saw something the other day that you were oh, I, fooling, I, uh, fooling with us I, on I TikTok. I don't even know. My my kids have been pushing me to, to get onto TikTok, and I'm like, I can barely manage Instagram. So, you know, and... Uh, and so then Bodie signed me up and he did all the stuff and, and he's like, okay, you have an account. And it'd been sitting there for months and I, I just was bored and messing around with it and figuring out how to play music or whatever. And I recorded something kind of by accident and I was like, oh, and then I made my first TikTok post and that's it. And did you feel like you got the reaction you wanted to get? Did people freak I, out about it? N- no, no, no. I don't even know. I don't even. I. I, I don't. Even, I have no idea. I don't even pay attention. I haven't even looked at it again. I. But I can see how it can be fun. You know. I. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing, man. I don't know who I am anymore. There's too much going on. I really hope someday social media is gone. I know it will never be so. Stop being an old. You grandpa. don't think there's a chance that no, the next generation. Well, my daughters are in their twenties. They don't do Twitter, right? They they don't do Facebook, right? Yeah, it's it's kind of for the the next generation yeah. up and and forward from there. So I, I think if if a certain generation comes into social media power, it'll be whittled down at least to Instagram and TikTok. Mm-hmm. And MySpace. I heard MySpace is coming back. <laughs> of course it is. I mean, for real. That's what I, I heard. I and LinkedIn. Wrong. You know how long it took me to figure out that that thing to figure out that was called LinkedIn? I know. I know. I didn't know what it was either. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is Linekid? I know. I, I was like, what's Linekid? What is this? You know, I, I, everything is a social media um, site now or an app. I mean, there's a social media compo- social component to most everything. Yeah, you know. Well, we're ne- we're never know. getting away from it. I mean, we we just have to embrace it. I just did the um, I presented last night at the iHeart uh, Music Awards, and I had never. Presented. Did you mention the podcast? No, of course not. I I don't want to do anything. I just want to. Aren't we on iHeart? Yeah. Yeah, we are. But this you didn't is, you didn't find it possible to to weave in a hey, no, Oliver Hudson, no. the cleaning lady. Gosh, I'm so glad to be here on no. the platform that brings you daddy issues. No, 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 no. I, Did I, you I, use the line that they provided you? Yes, I read what was on the teleprompter. That's it. And and I I, uh, I felt 150 years old. I mean, it was crazy. It's just these young kids. You know, they're all cool, dressing cool. And I was just like in my Yves Saint Laurent corduroy jacket and like these jeans. I, I, I don't know. I didn't like it. I, 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 needed to, I needed to step it up a little bit. I, I didn't realize that the iHeart Music Awards was a little more funky. You know what I mean? Like everyone's in cool shit. I could have been funky, but then I'm an old funky guy, which is weird. So I went cla- yeah. just classic, but I felt old, man. I felt old for real. I could have said I. You could have pulled off like a Zoolander thing. 
You could have been stern as fart man. You well, could have done so many things. Yeah, but even like even like this shirt, like with the short sleeve sort of floral thing and like a cool jacket over with some pants and some kicks. I was much more straightforward. I could have been, you know, like a someone's publicist. Like that's <laughs> that's what I felt like. What kind of jewelry did you wear? I didn't wear any jewelry, you know. I had I had my rings, you know, and that's it. But you know, I don't know. I felt cool. I think I'm cooler than what I displayed. And I went on on stage and it was like, who the fuck is this guy? I mean, that's what I felt, you know. Who did you present with? Was it just you? It was me and this girl, Danica something. She played Winnie on Wonder Years. Oh. Um, and she's, she's an actor and really sweet. And we, 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 I've never met her, but we, we just did read the teleprompter and we gave the award to um, uh, the kid Leroy, this Australian talented Australian kid who actually turns out to know Ryder really well. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's a whole thing. I gave him Ryder a Ryder being Kate's yeah, oldest son. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was fun, dude. J-Lo performed, you know, she's still working it. I mean, she's just incredible at whatever age she's at. Um, Megan Thee Stallion crushed it. She was amazing. You know, it was there were some cool performances. So you stayed. We did. We stayed. Yeah, it, it was. It wasn't even that long. It was a couple hours. You know, and uh, then we went out and had dinner. And uh, I got drunk. I don't know. We we drank. We got drunk because we had a car, and so we drank last night and had fun. You know, it's a good night overall. Good for you. I, I was there when you almost stepped into a massive pile of doo doo when you uh, when you first saw your wife after she cut her hair. Short. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We were on the phone. One of the rare times we've talked in between uh, podcasts, yeah. and she showed you like, "Babe, cut all your hair off." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh God!" Uh, no. Just you were you were in a nosedive at that point, and then she was looking for yeah validation. And your 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 tone of voice had in it kind of the no no it looks good looks good. No, I, the issue was is she didn't tell me she was getting a haircut, so she just walked in and it was it surprised me. You know, and right. she took that as me not liking it, I guess, you know, but I do. I think it's great. She looks good. She always looks okay. good. But no, that all passed. It wasn't a big thing. It was not a big thing, you know, and she looked great last night. She's fucking on fire. I mean, she's so beautiful. It's annoying because, you know, she like upstages me. I'm like sort of her handler or something. Yeah, that's how I look at you when I see the two of you together. I'm like, oh, there's Aaron. Yeah. And her I handler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all good on the uh, home front? Everybody good? Wilder good? Wilder, uh, good. last time you kind of slid in at the end of our last podcast talking about yeah. Wilder going through um, yeah, therapy, no, he, and, and that's all good. good. Yeah, he's good. He's actually home today because he's not feeling great and just his throat or whatever. But no, he's he's good. He seemed to like turn a corner, you know? He seemed to pull out of a bit of a nosedive. You just said nosedive, didn't you? 
I did. I yeah. threw that in your head. Oh, speaking of nosedive, did you see that video of that Chinese airline? I saw the picture. I, I, I have a tough time looking oh at that. Oh, my God. It's I don't gnarly. really like flying Yeah, Yeah, because this, it, it, it's literally just plummeting out of the sky, going straight down, nose to the ground, straight down. And it just, like, it comes out of the clouds, and it's just going like a rocket. It's it's so it's it's almost surreal. You're like I can't even imagine being on that plane. I mean, I, you know, they're, they're, I think they're going about 350, 400 miles per hour, just straight towards the I earth. See, but I I have a tough time because I don't like flying. Seeing anything like that, if I come across one of those random cable channels that has mm-hmm. disasters, mm-hmm. like airline disasters, I have I can't go past that channel fast enough. I I fly so much. Yeah. And I think you and I have touched on it before, but I I have always felt this. Nobody's ever gotten on a plane thinking it was going to crash. You would never get on, thinking Mm -hmm. that that was even a possibility. Nobody's ever gotten on and gone, hey, is the pilot? I I don't ever really even look Mm -hmm. at the pilot. But everybody has a bad day. Every job has somebody that's not qualified, that's risen through the ranks. And I don't know. I, I, I realize that it's, it's a silly way to think and it's impossible for me to do my job and not fly. And I know the, the statistics are very much in my favor, Mm -hmm. but I still don't like it. And, and when we hit turbulence, I can't, I can't sleep. Like when, when Michelle and I go to Europe, can't sleep. Up the whole night, trip, you don't sleep. Cannot fall asleep. Wow. It doesn't matter if I take like uh, whatever, Z-Quil yeah. or whatever that stuff, is, the more potent like- Like an Ambien? Ambien. I, yeah. yeah. If I take an Ambien, doesn't matter. Then I'm miserable because mm-hmm. then I, I want my body wants to sleep, yeah. but my mind won't let me sleep. So it's just- it feeds on itself. So you asked me, did I watch that video? I saw freeze frame of the thing falling out of the sky. And I was like, I'm not clicking on that. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break with more Daddy Issues. So I, I I was afraid of flying too. I'm not much anymore, especially when I have my whole family with me. And then it's like, all right. I just don't want to leave my kids. Like, I'm like, they need me or Aaron need. I, that's where that comes from. But <clears throat> I used to be really afraid of flying. But I was the opposite of you. I leaned into it. So there was a website called airdisaster.com. And I used to go on the website and it had every air disaster that you can imagine. And it had all the voice recordings of, from the cockpit you know, it had video footage of planes that famous crashes that went down, you know, um, but the voice recordings were the most gnarly because you, you hear them taxiing, you know, you hear them sort of ban- the banter, the back and forth, and you can follow the whole flight until the time where it all goes to shit. And now you, you, you listen to the pilots working and we're going down, Jim, Jim, we're not going to make it. And you hear like crashing noise. I mean, it's, it's trippy. Ugh. Yeah, and, and these are just people. You're just a person. I'm just a person. It's, they're, they're no different. You know, it's one of those things you always think it happens to other people. Mm-hmm. And it could happen to you. And you could have a totally normal, your pilot gets out of uh, 
having a blooming onion at the airport yeah. uh, outback. Yeah. Or Chili's too, like yeah. a nice fajita wrap. Yeah. Strolls on board. Next thing you know, they're yeah. on that show. No, they're I know. on that website. I, I understand. I, I don't know why are we talking about death. If I was if I was <laughs> listening to a podcast and the two idiots that were talking into their microphones were talking about death, I, I would click forward. I would I would go back to Smartless or whatever I was probably wanting to listen to anyway. No, no. Look, we need to cover all topics, Joe. This isn't just about you know puppies, un- unicorns, and rainbows. We need to get into the nitty gritty. So let's talk about your will and. Uh, if I'm included in it, and if you're leaving um, equal parts money to your boys and Natalie and Trudy, you know, let's get into your will. Equal to you? Yeah, I mean, I hope I'm, I hope I'm in there for something. But have I you... feel like I'll survive you. <laughs> oh God, I hope not. Don't say that. Why? I don't I'm know. only seven years older than you. Yeah, I know, but so when you're 73 and I'm 80, what's the difference? Seven really? years, seven years. Yeah, no, seven yeah, years. Yeah, but. but yeah, yeah. Have you done? Have you amended your will since the boys were born? No, no, they're fine. Well, I'm asking because I haven't. You know, my will. I, I did it a while ago, and uh, Rhea, yeah, we did. Rhea we wasn't did. even born yet, so she's not in it. I'm pretty sure I've left my kids to like one of my best friends because I was, you know, just making, I was having a fun time when I was doing the will. I was like, hey, let's leave them to Jesse. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. So I got to go back in there and figure, How is that decision aged? Not well, meaning Jesse's amazing, but I, I can't obviously leave my kids to, to Jesse. I have to figure, I got I to gotta get back in there and figure <laughs> I'd figure my it's will It's awful. Out. There's nothing worse than estate planning and going through Ugh. your will and talking to somebody about this the succession of people who mm-hmm. are in charge and then who gets the the boys in my case or your kids and the whole are godparents is that even real? I mean, it's, I think they're not it's, contractually bound to anything. No, I think it's as real as you want to make it. Well, how, well, if if God forbid you and Michelle perish, like who gets the boys? I would hope my sister. But is that is that who's on is that who's on the paper? I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, my eyes just glaze over, and I'm like, uh huh, uh huh, totally. Yes, and I, I've got. My accountant's on there, who's my college roommate, yeah. who's one of my closest friends who I trust with everything. He's yeah. like third in the line. First, you know, after <laughs> me, it becomes Michelle. After Michelle, yeah. probably Julie, Julie, my sister. After Julie, it becomes Robert. After Robert, it's like the, yeah. the postal delivery person. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so your accountant could possibly get your children? He could get everything. He could get Cabo. Really? Get, yeah. Do Do you think I need to start paying attention to to his state of mind and make sure we remain tight since he's oh th- legally this, this, a guardian? This sets up for a, like a perfect thriller murder situation where your accountant decides to kill off your family so he can get the Cabo house. Yeah, but he's just not that type that you know of. Yeah, he's the most trustworthy. Troy Aikman said something about his 
financial guy, when I first met him, maybe the first year, 20 years ago, he said uh, if so-and-so, his, his financial guy, cheated him, he said, I can tell you that I would never trust another human in my life. Mm-hmm. That would mean I have absolutely no radar mm-hmm. for who's trustworthy and who's not. Mm-hmm. Because that guy, if that guy's not trustworthy, then mm-hmm. nobody is mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about my guy. I mean, I, kn- I know him since we're little kids and and we were in college together and he's he's the he's the best straight arrow of all time. So if you Michelle and Julie like go on a trip and you know have a china you know plummeting plane moment then the accountant gets it gets everything. Well no, I think then her brother slides in there. <laughs> Who Julie? But I, I think as far as uh, decisions oh, as far as decisions that are made yeah. with what to do with the money that's left behind yeah. this terrible accident. Yeah. Uh that Robert, yeah, Robert is is the guy for that. Okay. And I feel good about that. If that ever changed, something would have gone horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh I just don't see that happening. And you've never uh, you know, after we become tight and you know what kind of a dad I am, you've never even questioned maybe throwing me in there. No. Never thought about it. Huh. I don't feel like you're you're deserving of anything after I, I feel like when I die, if that's I, I'm not talking about hour, money. I'm just talking if about if that's in a in hundred years. Right. I feel like it will have given you everything I could give you up to that point. Yeah. I don't feel like there'll be anything left unsaid. Yeah. But I mean I could probably raise your kids pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I it would be different for them, you know. I I don't know that that they would, my kids would, blend in to what you have going on over there, but maybe so. What are you talking about? They they be they love it over here, you know. SoCal boys, from the SoCal boys, you know, they they they'd have a blast. We we it would be it would be great. So okay, then you're gonna have to be ready for. Uh, <laughs> Blake, who is a little more emotional than Wyatt, and mm-hmm. Wyatt, who uh, just will not stop singing I Want You to Want Me, which is what I sang in The Masked Singer. Oh, really? Is he still singing that? He is a freak show. He he can, he continues to sing, and he continues to get better at it. Mm-hmm. He knows every word in the song. Now he's moved over to the other two songs that I sang on that show, which was uh, Learn to Fly by the Foo Fighters mm-hmm. and my dual sing-off with Firefly, mm-hmm. who had a complete temper tantrum meltdown mm-hmm. when Firefly, this person, I still don't know who's in there, mm-hmm. uh, found out that he or she was uh, in a sing-off mm-hmm. as one of the bottom two vote-getters. <laughs> with the ram. Stormed off the stage, dishelmeted, uh. and sat in her dressing room for an hour and a half while everybody tried to coax. I say her, it's got to be, I mean, just physically. Yeah. It's, it's, she's a female. Yeah. Everybody tried to coax this person back out of, as they call it, and you probably know this term, the pipe and drape yep. area. Yeah. Uh, which is like a mini dressing room before you go out onto the stage. I, this was at the end. So I do an entire football season, do the NFC championship. The next day, I'm in costume fitting and vocal lessons mm. for this show, which is, you know, it's a 
basically a comedy show more than anything. It's not like it's not mm-hmm. even American Idol. It's not. It's it's just an entertainment show. It's, yeah. it's actually. I really like it because, as you can see, like my three and a half year old son is obsessed with it, and my eighty three year old mom will sit there and watch the yeah. entire thing. So it's it's one of those. It's a nice show. So. But at the end of the day, you're you're dressed like a you're dressed like a thing. Yeah, you're dressed, this isn't like this is my big moment. First of all, nobody can see you. Yeah. Secondly, you're dressed absurdly. I'm <laughs> dressed as a Roman weird soldier guy with a ram <laughs> helmet on. One guy's a cyclops. The other one's called Thingamabob. This one's Firefly. Yeah. You're dressed as an insect, and now you're so put off by the fact that you're in the bottom two of the voting that you're going to leave the stage for an hour and a half. Yeah. Oh Great. Gosh. Thanks. I know. I, I really wanted to sit here for an hour and a half at the end of this. I know I'm getting voted off. I'm nowhere near the caliber of singer that any of those other three people are. Yeah. I got it. I just want to go. Can we just film but the you last? Lost, you lost the sing-off though, right? Or whatever. Yeah, I mean, did I lose the sing off? Was was there I I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, I however the voting goes, they're all pulling out their phones. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um fine yes, I lost are theoretically you, I lost the sing off. Are you following I, 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 I the had, show? Huh? Like, do you know who else is still alive? Are you following the show? Who who's who's still in it? I know yeah. one I know one person that I I know who one person is who I referenced last week because the person is such a good singer mm-hmm. that I begged to find out who it was. Okay. And unless this unless I was lied to, which is very possible, mm-hmm. the person is should seriously think about singing for a living. Mm-hmm. That the person's that good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's shocking. And then you find out what this person does mm-hmm. in real life, and you just can't oh, actually, it. no, this comes out tomorrow, so they'll be unmasked tonight. So I w- I will have my. Uh, They're unmasked tonight. They're unmasked tonight on Wednesday night. This person will be unmasked. This person will be unmasked Why? tonight. Why? How do you know? Meaning, like, what if this person continues on? I'm, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say this person, should this person continue on? In my opinion, yes. But I'm, 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 this is all taped. I, oh, I, this, God. I did this. Right. You know, I right. did this a month ago. Right, right. So got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. I have a pretty good idea of the lay of the land. Okay. And my... My two cents is the person who is thingamabob mm-hmm. is really freaking good. Mm-hmm. And and if if the person is who somebody told me that was, and, and again, mm-hmm. there's so much misdirection on that show, I could be totally wrong. And it, it, if the person is that, it's almost unbelievable to me. Mm. But uh, – It'll be stunning because mm-hmm. I, I, like I said last week, I don't think any of the four people legitimately would know unless they said, "Hey, this is who that is." Once they take their mask off, right? I wouldn't know the person, right? And and I've been around that person, yes. But but so good anyway. When I was gone, hour and a half, finally get voted off. I was so happy. That it was over, yeah. Because I just didn't belong out there anymore. I wasn't good enough to be out there, and and 
that's I can say that and feel good about myself yeah. and not be sad. Yeah. I did what I wanted to do and I'm done. Yeah. But but anyway, uh be ready for Wyatt who if this tragedy befalls me <laughs> and Michelle uh will still be singing I want you to want me but, learn but, to fly or take me home country road. But the funny but the great part about that is 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 this that you've been validated as to why you did it, you know? I mean, your boy loved it and is singing the songs that, that you did on the show. I mean, that's really what you did it for. It worked. At least one of the two is really into it. No, they're both. Very, it's it's so cute because they're both so proud that I was on there. Right. And, and they, they will refer to me sometimes as, okay, you're team bad and mm-hmm. you're Ram. And, and Ram was my favorite, but... You know, Thingamabob's good and Firefly's really good. Mm-hmm. I got to say, Firefly's really good. I'm like, yeah, I know. Firefly's <laughs> outstanding. Thingamabob is great right uh, on down the line. But uh, it's, uh, yeah, they, they, so they, get a lot of, they get a lot of pride out of that. The daddy was out there. No, I know. I called you the other day and, and uh, Joe was at the park with his kids. <laughs> and he was, they were like, you're the bad guy. And then... You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah, they're superheroes all day. Wyatt's usually Superman, or sorry, Spider Man, and Blake is usually Miles Morales, who is the into the Spider Verse Spider Man. Okay. And then there's me. Yesterday, when we talked on the phone, or two days ago, I was Cap. I was Captain America, mm. but it's whoever they make me be for that play session. And how 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 much do you commit? to your character um i i go face paint yeah tights yeah capes uh thor uh, go get a gigantic hammer by the way i am that would be so funny if like you actually committed that hardcore your boys would be uh, like stunned if if you walk in the house with like a beautiful professional costume on exactly you should do that If you're enjoying this episode of Daddy Issues, don't keep it to yourself. Please share the love and tell a friend about Daddy Issues and go subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We beg you. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss what's coming up right after the break. Um, We have listener questions. Oh, yeah. I saw. I think we should start doing some guests. Well, that was that's the first one. When will you start having oh. guests again? Although I do love listening to the two of you. I well, we, so we, I feel like the dust is finally settling on Al Michaels being hired by Amazon, which I'm more than happy to reach out to him. I already have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a couple of weeks ago, and I said, "When are you going to sign your contract mm-hmm. so that we Oliver and I can have you on our podcast?" And he said, "The twelfth of never." that's funny (laughs) uh here's one would we ever consider doing a live show yeah i mean for for how many people would buy tickets that's the real issue you know yeah i don't don't know how we bridge that gap i mean we would have to do it like at a bookstore or something that has a small seating capacity i did i did a book signing one time at the Beverly Hills Library. Right. 
when my book came out and it was my wife, yeah. her girlfriend, two guy friends of hers and one other person. That's who came. Yeah, I was like uh it was like a little talk and then a book signing. And, that's and then it. some other people kind of wandered by. Yeah. And, oh, but for God. the most part, it we could have sat at a table for 10 yeah. and been, been totally comfortable. Well, we should, our first venue should be, we, we could do a, like a coffee house circuit, you know, where we just go yeah. across the country doing like small coffee houses. <laughs> Very small. Yeah. Really small. I can start with a song. I can do Want You to Want Me by Cheap Trick. Right. You can do a reading from Dawson's Creek or whatever you were on. Yeah, I'll do it. Dawson's is a good one. Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Go get one of your old scripts. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we'll bring in friends of ours. Like, I'm sure Kate would do it. Yeah. Rudd. Yeah. Well, I would Ham. love. By the way, the live show is a really fun idea. I, I'm just not sure we have an audience to to do a live show. I I don't know. I mean, I think it would have to be organic to who you are because you do bring in the athlete or the sports people. So it would have to be like at a sports bar. You know, we do like that kind of a a thing. But if we're yeah. we're not going to be selling out like a two thousand seat little or like you know venue, and you know, I just don't see that happening. I'm not sure we have 2,000 people listening to this. <laughs> we need to concentrate. We need to find out where the heaviest concentration of our listeners That's a good is. idea. And just do a target strike yeah. right into the heart of that. That's a great idea. We need to do some analytic. We need to do some analyzing. We need to get these, these – uh, we need to get the crack team of – you know, Margo and Josh. Yeah, Margo and Josh need to really break down our audience. And, you know, we might end up in some small town in North Dakota. It could be. Yeah. It could very well be. But to answer this listener's question, like, I would love to do that. I think it would be a blast. We just have to make it make sense. Um, here's another one. Would you guys do celebrity wife swap? It would be hilarious. Not sure it's still in production. Did you ever watch that show? I did. I liked Wife Swap. Like I definitely watched Wife Swap. It was it was extremely entertaining. And yes, I oh, did watch. Yeah, some... I guess Celebrity. Yeah, okay. Wife. That's what I mean. Did you you watched Wife Swap? Yeah, I watched Wife Swap. But I think there was a Celebrity Wife Swap. And I might. But that's. I, I I'm with you. I I would rather see just the normal. I feel like Celebrity Wives. It's just such a put on. You know, like it's an act. Yeah, and by the way, like. Our, if we did that show, it would be boring because I get along with Michelle like handsomely and you get along with Aaron. Like it would just be, it would be fun. It wouldn't be, there would no be, there would be no conflict. That That's when that show was good. When it's like you take the person from the rural area yeah. and put them in the big city yes. and then vice versa. It's basically your mom's movie. <clears throat> Overboard? Overboard. Right. That's what it was. Yeah. So just think about the premise of that movie. You've got a girl, you've got a woman who falls overboard, gets amnesia, and the man who has just been who she's just been dissing because he's trying to build her a, you know, a shoe drawer, discovers that she is now in a hospital and decides to use the fact that she has amnesia 
And, and he brings her into his life as a servant to him and his children, basically. <laughs> Using her to clean his house and to cook him food and to raise his kids. And I mean, it's, 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 the premise is absurd. Imagine pitching that to a studio right now. They, they, they'd handcuff you. <laughs> they'd be like, you're out of here. They'd kick you out. No, you can't do it. You can't do it anymore. So, yeah. No, I know. It's... <laughs> And yet it's a great movie. It's a great because movie. Because it, it's heartwarming by the end of it. Yes. They fall in love, you know. They and fall in love. And the life she leaves is horrible. Yep. It, it's, it's, it's privileged, mm-hmm. but it's unfulfilling. And she's with this foppish guy. Yeah. And so she finds real love from somebody who tricked her into... Yes. Making her become yes. his servant. And they did the remake... But they flipped the they flipped the um, the man the male female, so she's the one in power. You know what I mean? And he's the one who does that make it better? Yes, then? of course. Or, or more? Well, it makes it more palatable. I, I think that you can you know you can do that. But I, I don't think that that movie was made during sort of this this cancel culture era. I think it was before then. Oh God, yeah. That, oh, the redo. Yeah, I mean, if you look at so many movies, you know, you could never make so many movies nowadays. Right. So, yeah. does that denote progress? Um, on one, on one, in one, one hand, definitely. Yeah, for sure, without a doubt. But then you've got movies like Wildcats, which was almost ahead of its time. You know, the female football coach who's just getting dis, 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 but she's just badass. And and just that gets, was such a great movie. Keeps getting God, knocked down, knocked down, but she's persevered and and she's an amazing coach and she earns their respect and she basically says fuck you to everyone else. You know, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's a great, great movie. movie. Yeah. Um. Here, Margot. Um. Yeah, it was Anna Ferris and then and the um that lat uh, that that Latin actor. Um. I think he's. Oh God, I forget his name, but he was in um. Coda, which was an amazing movie, and he was an he was incredible in that. I don't know his name. I forget his. Is name. that the movie that's out now? Yeah, it's really good, man. It's really really good. Eugenio Derbez. Yes. <clears throat> um, hey, my daughter Natalie has begged me mm-hmm. to see Coda. It's really good. And I'm like, I she described it to me, and and. This was during the last few weeks. I'm like, I just don't feel like crying. I know I'm going to, oh, like, oh my God. I, I bawled. Was a puddle. I bawled. I bawled, like, like, like sobbing, bawling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, 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 did you ever see Billy Elliot? Yeah. Okay. So it reminds me of that in a sense and, and this sort of happy cry, sort of, you know when his dad is watching him dance and, and he's emoting and he, he's accepted him. And I was just losing it during Billy Elliot. Like me too. Out of I my was mind. a mess. Yeah, I was a mess. And that kid was so good. So good. That, that he became, he did other stuff. Yes. I and mean, he became yeah. like a real. Yes. He's a great actor. But Coda's similar, you know, in, in the end you're, you're watching it and you're just bawling, you know, bawling. Mm. It's great. Yeah. Great movie. Okay. You need to watch it. Uh, Sand Soto says, Joe, you seem to have realized that you have some daddy issues looking back. Can you talk about 
<laughs> I mean, we're we're so deep into this podcast already. I, I don't want to make Oliver fall asleep, but I I think everybody has, and I'm starting to come around to what you said and you used to say all the time when we would have a guest that we're all screwing up our kids. It's just a matter of by how much. Yeah, and you know, I I don't. I I was not. I I was lucky. My 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 relationship with my dad was tremendous. But as I look back, I see these circumstances that were that don't really. I, I was just pr- kind of blissfully unaware, and mm-hmm. and just was was convinced that everything was perfect, and and nothing is perfect. Nothing is. My, I never really saw my parents fight. I saw him sit around the piano at the at parties and sing and have a great time. I so I I don't know. I but it wasn't perfect because then I think my sister just took a lot of this stuff in and will remind me of things as time has gone on. And then if you just think about where I come from as mm-hmm. being the product of my mom and dad that who met when my dad was married and had six kids. I mean, it was it was a messy beginning. And and really became, I think, uh, a really clean ending. Mm-hmm. But it 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 evolved over time. So I I think my daddy issues, or really my parental issues, are of thinking that everything was perfect when I was a kid, and now becoming an adult and being faced with some of these same situations and looking back and going, wait, that was weird. Mm-hmm. That was like why we've talked about this, but why was I brought? To my dad's ex-wife's house, right, to help him to be there when he's paying the alimony. Yeah. when I'm like three, yeah. and I'm in a house with six kids who, you know, for every good, every rightful reason, didn't want to look at me. Yeah, yeah. What's the point of you bringing you there? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I was defense or if I was. Yeah. if I was. I have no clue. But but that kind of stuff is like, wait, why? Why was I there? Yeah, but. You know, just just realizing that things weren't as perfect as I perceived them to be because you don't know. That to me was like normal. What do you mean? Everybody doesn't go with their dad to see their dad's ex-wife and his kids and drop off an alimony check? <laughs> that's not normal? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where I am on that. But as far as my relationship with him one-on-one, it was great. So I, I don't I don't have it that way. It's just everybody's got their own stuff. Of course. We all have issues, daddy issues, mommy issues, issues. 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 <laughs> issues. <laughs> don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break with more daddy issues. Um, I'll do one more and okay. then we can, uh, we can say goodbye as far it's as I'm so concerned. It's so hard to say uh, goodbye to, to yesterday. Uh, how do I feel about not doing baseball anymore Ooh. for Fox? I'm not doing baseball anymore for anyone. Good question. And, uh, that, that is really strange to me. It, it's not... Good, bad. It's just weird. I'll to, bet to you have you do baseball again. Chunk of my life that's kind of gone. It makes me feel old in a way. I'll bet you ESPN says, "Come on, Joe, do one for fun," and you do it. 
Yeah, but not now. Not not this year. It's it's going to have to be a little bit. And I don't really feel comfortable with just swooping in and doing a playoff game when somebody's been working all year long to get the playoff game, and then I show up and they they don't get a chance to do it. I yeah. that doesn't sit right with me either. So I would have to I would have to be committed to doing multiple games, I think, to to end up being there in, in a big moment. So I, I don't see that happening anytime soon. Money talks, baby. Hey, Joe, I'm going to give you another $10 million extent onto your contract. You got to do six games. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> you liar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Liar. Yeah. No, but it is weird, yeah. man. I mean, we've talked about this, I think, off the air, but you have been you haven't not done a baseball game for however many years since you were 18 years old. Since I was 18, since my, after my yeah freshman year in college. So this is your first year in, you know, what is it, 40, you know, well, 38 years or whatever, I can't do the math quickly, that you have not done a baseball game. Yeah, 33, 34 years. Yeah, yeah something like that. Crazy. Uh, that's, that's the part that's, that's odd. It's not like, oh my God, I'm going to start jonesing to do a baseball game mm-hmm. when I see it on TV and I'm not going to be able to watch. It's mm-hmm. actually probably going to be the opposite. Like, I'll probably watch more baseball now than I ever have. Mm-hmm. But I, the problem is, as, as I think I said last week, when you only do a handful of games and then you're doing them in the biggest moments, like an all-star game, an LCS, or a World Series, and you're trying to play catch-up, it's hard to catch up. Mm-hmm. And baseball's such a day-to-day thing with 162 games in a season – I, I you know I used to do 162 games in a year, and then it slowly whittled itself away to not very many, and and that's hard to do. It's mm-hmm. hard to it's hard to stay sharp that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hey, well, it's been it's real. Like you, it's like you not doing any acting, and then you show up for a yeah, right two person scene with Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> Could be a good, could be a good little play. I'd like to see that. I'm not saying I wouldn't like to see that. Yeah, we can. Um, I got the concept. It's where I, uh, I'm just trying to do. He plays himself, and it's me just doing his characters in front of him, and then him critiquing me. I like that. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I, you start with my left foot. Yeah. Well, I'm not the boxer. Do that. Was he the boxer? Yeah, in the boxer. Did, didn't he do one where he's yeah, a fighter yeah. from like Northern Ireland? Yes, yes. Last of the Mohicans. Yeah. Uh, yeah, could be a good play. All right, you want to do one more? Sure. I'm happy to do it. I got nothing else to do. Read one more and then uh, we'll skadoods. Uh, and then, and then, real quick, before you read one more, like we should talk about getting guests. And, and remember, we had that idea where it's like, what, what do we call like pop in or, or uh, what do we say it was? Um, Celebrity drop in, like or? the drop ins. You know what I mean? That's fun too. I think we need to start doing that. I think that would be. I think that would be fun. So let's. Okay, I pledge here uh, on the. If you're listening to it in day one, it's March 24th. The next week. Mm-hmm. We will have a celebrity drop-in at the very least. Yes. We'll have a full-on interview uh, at the very most. Yes, 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 I agree. I, I will make that pledge as well. 
but but that means that then I have to go get somebody. No, I can have Kate. Kate won't come on though. She'll do a drop in. If I'm like Kate, we're doing it like it's a 15 minute celebrity drop in. You just come on Zoom for like 10 minutes. Hey, what's up? Blah, 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 and then boom, you're out. Okay. Yeah. I'm good. Gonna, I'm gonna try to get it's Kate one, Hudson. One way I can talk to her. She did a little uh, drop in for my uh, Mass Singer episode. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. And thank you for tracking her down like a bloodhound. I did. For me. I did. I said, Kate, hit up Joe. Come on. You're, um, you're a really, really good good friend for that. Uh, Margot likes the idea of a drop-in even better than a full celeb episode. I, and that's how we're going to get people yeah. that don't want to sit down for an hour. Exactly. We can say, hey, Rudd, come on for eight minutes. Yes, exactly. Or Sadiq, just come on for like two minutes as Ted Lasso and then get out of here. <laughs> Like, let's just do Ted Lasso calling into daddy issues, and we get to know what Ted Lasso's daddy issues are. He's got, I mean, I've, I'm an avid fan of the show. He's yeah. got huge daddy issues. That's I, his thing. I his know. Dad kill, his dad committed suicide in front of him. I know. I or know. Found, he found him. Yeah. I'm telling you. We could do character drop-ins, too. Where, where Character drop-ins. Yeah. Yes. That's cool. You know? We could do a bunch of those. You get Adam Scott from uh, yeah. from whatever that show is that he's on now. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I, I will tell you this, and I wasn't expecting to go here, but I think the name of our podcast scares some people off. Okay. You know, because everybody's, like we've said, everybody's got issues. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that you know, I, I I was emailing with um, a very famous director, comedian, who I would love to have on here. Mm-hmm. Um, his name rhymes with Ren Killer. Mm-hmm. I know and that. He's I, like, yeah, yeah, I I would love to. You know, I'd love to come on, but I'm I'm dealing with some of that stuff myself, yeah. and I I I don't really want to get into it. And and I'm okay. I mean, what do you say to that? Thank you. Thanks for getting back to me. But I think that scares some people off. Not everybody's as open as you and I try to be. Yeah, of course. Of course. Well, like, Spren Killer could do a drop-in, and it wouldn't have to be all about that, you know? Right. Yeah, he can promote the thing he's got on HBO, which is supposed to be great, that stars uh, yeah. that stars Adam Scott. Well, then do we want to change our name to, like, Dropping Deuces? <laughs> I don't, I I don't know say, that that... I just want to say that, you can't change the name of the podcast now because Joe has a neon sign that says Daddy Issues. That's but that's true. where I've been. I've also got pictures of me uh, at 25 behind mm-hmm. me. Josh, yeah. you're looking, uh, looking kind of fierce today. You look different. You look like you got a little swag to you. Really? How so? I don't. Well, you just fixed your hair. When your hair was down, you looked like you oh, had no. It looked the like other a, way. Yeah. Oh, oh, whoa! Look at that. You got the little Caesar cut going on. <laughs> yeah. What do you What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. No, it's better that way. You look okay. unkempt. Yeah, um, that's that's the word I was looking for. I was going to say that. Yeah. That's exactly it. Unkempt. And look, you got a different background and everything. You've been hard at work. Yeah. What are you doing? I have, what are you doing? It's been back my office then? beautification project. 
I've had going on. You got like LEDs nice. going on. You got one of those drop, what's it called? Like like piping cloths behind you or whatever. Pipe and drape? Yeah, he's got a pipe and drape behind him. Like something's going to come out from behind that curtain. I don't know what, but it feels Is like. Is there a slot for quarters? It's for character drop-ins. Is it? They're, I they're like right, it. They're right behind there. I'm I'm seeing a lot of possibilities here where you've got like a draw a string you pull and today's celebrity drop in is mm-hmm. yeah Anchorman. <laughs> I yes. just need to get them to come to my house. No problem. Well, we can just we can use that as just like an interstitial, as like a little slate. Mm. They don't have to actually pop in from behind your curtain, right? Just or, their name. Or you can get like a card like a cardboard cutout of them. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like this. It'd be good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Well, let's work let's on that. Let's work on a drop in for next week. I think. I think that'll be fun. I'll talk to Kate. Maybe she'll do it. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, and until then, you know, hey, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Yeah, that's a good one. That's I, that's I like that because I'll never reach them if my feet are on the ground. So. It just gives you a good stretch. You know yeah. who used to say that? Huh. You know whose line that is? Who? Casey Kasem. Oh, really? <laughs> that was his kind of sign-off. Ah. But until then, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. I'm to go do Shaggy voiceover. <laughs> Scoob! Scoob! Raggy? 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 <laughs> Uh, okay. There you go. Listen to Daddy Issues on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Daddy Issues is a production of Cavalry Audio and iHeartMedia, produced by Margot Carmichael. Sound engineering and editing by Josh Windish. Executive produced by Joe Bach, Oliver Hudson, Dana Brunetti, and Keegan Rosenberger. <laughs> 